Let's get nuts. Well, hello, everybody. Where's the music? There it is. What's happening, everybody? It is Monday. We're going to film Junkie Live. It's June 13th. And holy crap, do we have a bunch to talk about? Of course, like every Monday. What is happening? How's everybody doing out there? Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know what I'm doing and stuff. Everything, all down there. All links provided. The social medias, the socknets, the Patreon. If you want to help out the pirate ship, and of course, you got, uh, you know, if you want to become a member, become a member. Do that too. What is happening? All right, let's see who's out there. What's going on, Caesar? Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. Oh, you know, it's just always constantly. There's just constantly something going on. That's what we're going to be talking about, of course. Now, uh, going, to be, uh, uh, going to be doing his bad Jim Carrey impression tonight. Okay. Uh, we got a, you know, we got a, we got a hater, I guess. That's what's happening. All right, what's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? We got JN right there. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. We got Stephanie T. Backdoor, bringing, bringing back, okay. I mean, if you're looking for that backdoor, I don't, um... Sounds like a personal thing. What's going on, Mr. Chris, right there? More chain. If I said your name right, Mr. Katie McRae. That's right. We're going to be uh, hearing some uh, lovely uh, notes from possibly a Joker and a Harley Quinn, maybe. What's going on, darling? We got Eric Patterson right here. What is up, Dane? We got Mr. Eric Blake. Good to see you. What's up, Tyler? Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Always good to see you. Yes. All right, we got Cat here, too. Uh, I was watching, oh, your cat, well, hi cat, kissy, um, good to see ya, and then of course we got uh, Miss Rosemary right here as well, good to see ya, Jake, let's get nuts, let's get nuts, let's get nuts, alright, who else we got here, hi, how's it going Linda, good to see ya, and we got Miss Nikki, Captain Gator Girl, uh, you're getting bra ads, well that's, hey, if anything's gonna, you know, Sponsor this channel, whatever the hell, you know, let it be bra ads. That's what I'm talking about. Mr. Will Morris, good to see you, buddy. Hey, buddy, buddy. Whoa, what's going on? Uh, we want, yeah, I'll sing. I'll sing. I'll, you know, I'll be one of the, uh, the Arkham, um, patients and I'll start singing too. What's going on, Music Man? Good to see you as well. Yeah, comp, comp seven on out there being a pookie princess. <laughs> so much stuff. Uh, made love to my butthole. Oh, okay, interesting. So we're starting off with a bang here. Uh, just popped my nuggets in uh, the oven. Great to see you, Dave. Well, hopefully that doesn't uh, burn. Sounds like that would burn. You just made my nuggets hurt right there. But anyways, guys, cool. Good to see you guys. Hope you guys had a good weekend. I had a pretty good weekend. You know, it was more relaxing. Um, didn't really do much. I don't. I really didn't leave the house except for to get food, and that's pretty much how my weekend was. I uh, caught up on some things. Started watching Outer Range, um, the uh, the Josh Brolin show on Amazon Prime. Started watching that because that piqued my interest, and uh, I will say I'm enjoying it. Definitely enjoying it. Did that. Try to catch up on some movies. 
and everything over the weekend. So that was pretty much what my weekend was. And, of course, you know, take care of things around here, do some things, research some things. So it's all it was all a good weekend. So hopefully you guys had a good weekend, too. Um, Bobo. Oh, Bobo just deleted. And <laughs> we just got a message deleted from Bobo. Let's see. Let's see. What did it say? Oh, you deleted. OK, so he keeps on saying that uh, that uh, Ezra Miller made love to his butthole. OK. And then we got Miss Wonder Meg right here, 18-month member. Thank you, Meg. Good to see you. Always good to see you. Always great to see you. All right. So, man, I tell you, we already got some. We already got some weirdos in here. That's what it's all about, right? All right. Well, you know the Monday show, always the busiest show. So let's get to them tweets. See what happened in the Twitter world. Turn that off. Yes, that. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so first and foremost, you Ghostbusters fans, of course, they had the Ghostbusters Day that happened. They had the um, little uh, festival that happened, too, and apparently, yes, um, we got the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife that's going to be coming out, and right now, it's titled Firehouse. Who knows if that's going to be the full-on title, but right now, when it comes to this, Jason Reitman revealed that the code name for the next Ghostbusters film is Firehouse, which makes sense. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm a diehard Ghostbusters fan. Cannot wait. So that's what they have right there. They released that. So, I mean, obviously, if you watch the end of uh, of Ghostbusters Afterlife, you know that Winston was trying to get that all back. And by the way, guys, yes, I haven't forgotten my Monday wine right here. So cheers to anybody who's uh, got a drink themselves. Mm. I really should go to white wine now because it's getting so hot. It's getting so hot. Ah, uh, anyways, keep on going. Hey, you know, we love her. We love Karen Fukuhara right here. And then she's talking about the air cut. This was showing up this over the weekend right here. I see it as like a, I'm like just there, you know, hanging out with everyone. Yeah. Are you going to release this le- the air cut for Suicide Squad? The air oh cut. Oh my goodness. I mean, I would love to see it. I don't even know if it is there. Like, I don't know. If it, it exists. Is, yeah. It exists, Karen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to see it. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're you're in it more. You're in it more, Karen. Of course you'd want to see it. She's adorable, too, by the way. And I love her and the boys. But, yeah, there's some uh, Karen Fukuhara, like, talking about the air cut right there, as somebody asked, at the premiere of of The Boys Season 3. So there you go. And then, you know, later on, um, apparently, uh, you know, Mr. David Ayer himself actually uh, liked it or retweeted it. I believe he retweeted it. So, you know, again, you know, David Ayer's kind of been a you know, little quiet when it comes to the whole air cut kind of stuff, but he subtly will put something out there or, you know, retweet something or like something or whatever the hell. So he is very aware. He's very much aware that this, um, little interview exists with Karen. And she said that she would very much like to see the air cut. So that's good. More exposure. Like I said, come November, Got to hit it hard. Got to hit it hard, baby. That's right. Doing some dirty talk. Moving on. All right. We got all that. Blah, blah, blah. You saw all that. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. I thought this <laughs> This was. <laughs> hey, this is funny. This is somebody. I mean, come on. That's pretty creative right there. I mean, when you want to take these pictures right there. I remember when I used to visit amusement parks a lot, I'd, I'd try to do something crazy and different anytime a picture was taken. And that's pretty damn good right there. I like that. <laughs> just uh <laughs> i mean put those elbows in oh man look at this handsome devil right here i'm telling you guys and uh, i'm telling you the next <laughs> there the next 
Black Adam trailer has to have some heavy, heavy, heavy Pierce Brosnan. I'm just saying, some Doctor Fate, some Pierce Brosnan. I mean, I, I think they, I think the Dwayne Johnson needs to just step aside. Just, a, I know it's Black Adam, and I know it's his movie, but I'm just saying, you want to try to hype up and sell sell this movie just a little bit more. Move over and let uh, Pierce Brosnan have a lot of screen time as well. So, and God knows how much he's in the movie, but. Man, we just need more of this fucking handsome devil who's still, you know, a handsome devil. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. Nothing against The Rock, but I'm like, put some more Pierce Brosnan into the next trailer, please. Please. Hey, Mr. Ernie Hudson talking about uh, the next Ghostbusters right here. It's always good to see Mr. Ernie Hudson. Just talking about how Winston is, you know, no longer just the guy who's there for a paycheck. He's trying to rebuild the Ghostbusters. So at uh, Ecto Fest, good stuff. Uh, we have a new trailer from uh, Nope, which I'm just all about this. I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of this, man. This trailer right here added a little bit more to it. We see a new character, and I'm like, yes, cannot wait for Nope, Yup. And then of course, hey, you know, sometimes you only need to be dressed from the. <laughs> From the waist up. So here we go. Anthony Starr posting uh, his little short shorts in his uh, his vans as he wears, of course, the Homelander costume. Got to like that. But yeah, so Ghostbusters fan. Of course, they have the, the firehouse right here. We got a new uh, Ghostbusters animated movie that's coming from Sony Animation, a new animated series also coming to Netflix. There's a new uh, some animated com or not some animated comics, but some comics that are coming to Dark Horse Comics, which Dark Horse still around crazy uh, spirits unleashed coming soon to uh, PC Ghostbusters VR Academy from uh, hollow gate. Join the Ghostbusters, blah, blah, blah. So we got that too. Hasbro pulse updating backers of the has lad spangler pack so you can get yourself a proton pack and then uh hasbro has created two special edition ivan reitman action figures so this is what came out of ecto fest right there a lot of good things when it comes to the ghostbusters franchise i'm excited totally excited and hey if you uh you wanted to see uh andy uh muschietti play some piano here you go right here talented dude he could play some piano too no. Not only can he make movies, but he can also play the piano. Here comes the real genius. And then there's, uh, of course, the uh, the real composer right there. So a little behind-the-scenes video right there as uh, post-production for The Flash is happening right there. You got to love this. It was Michael J. Fox's birthday over the weekend. Showing a little behind-the-scenes of the photo shoot for Back to the Future 2. This Tremors poster is awesome. I like it. I want that on my wall. Uh, this will always uh, put a lump in my throat. Ivan Reitman, may he rest in peace, man. At least he got to do that. And keep on releasing that air cut. Keep on releasing that art for the air cut. Definitely needed. Definitely needed. Um, and then, of course, uh, well, the you know, Black Phone's coming out. This is one of my uh, anticipated movies of the year, so I can't wait to watch that. So that's coming out soon. And, and yes, guys, a Thunderbolts movie is coming out from uh, director Jake uh, Schreier. Or is that the director? Yeah, he's the director. But, yes, finally, this movie has been talked about ever since Civil War. Okay? People have been talking about a Thunderbolts movie. <laughs> I don't know how many times you've seen it in the scooper fucking pile, but the scoop, you know, scoopers have been talking about it ever since Civil War. 
I mean, that's what's so funny about it. It's like um, when this got announced, it's like, you know, hey, so-and-so is right. I'm like, well, who was right? Everybody's been talking about this for like five years. I mean, ever since that it was like, what's his name was in there. And then even like when Black Widow came out and you had what's his name in there too, William Hurt, which, uh, yeah, he's not going to be part of it now, sadly. May he rest in peace. But, yeah, a lot of people have been talking about the Thunderbolts movie for a while now. And I guess it's finally happening. So there you go. Cool. I guess we're excited. I'm not too excited, but whatever. Oh, then, like I said, happy birthday to Michael J. Fox. I still want this jacket. I've always wanted this jacket from 2015. I mean, we're in 2022 now. Can I finally get this jacket? I don't know. I mean, can we finally do it? I don't know. And then, of course, yeah, Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. You saw my first reaction. All this stuff, yeah, newfound respect for, of course, Fallen Kingdom. Hey, M. Night Shyamalan, Knock at the Cabin will be shot on 35mm film using vintage lenses in order to have a classic 90s thriller look. Yes! Somewhere Mr. Stephen Colbert is uh, going, oh, yeah. Or even Zack Snyder's probably going, oh, that's pretty awesome, too. When it comes to vintage lenses. M. Night Shyamalan doing something special, that's for damn sure. So, And then, hey, speaking of Top Gun Maverick, and, of course, I still got the douche, uh, the douche dash, the goose dash, I should say, rocking right now because I'm waiting till it reaches a billion dollars before I shave the mustache. But, yes, uh, Mr. Um, Anthony Edwards, he had high praise for Top Gun Maverick. As I said to Tom, mission accomplished. They did it. It had the feel. It had the tone. It had what people wanted. You know, I mean, there was there was a part of me that wanted like a BVS kind of scene, you know, when Clark goes on top of the mountain and he sees his dad and he talks to his dad. But obviously it's in his head. I almost wanted something like that in Top Gun Maverick for just Maverick, just to just, you know, be looking out on the water. And then all of a sudden just uh, Anthony Edwards comes in looking like Goose and he's just. And they have like a little bit of a conversation. I was kind of like hoping for something like that. Maybe it would have been a little too on the nose, a little too cheesy. But I thought that would have been kind of cool if they incorporated him somehow. Because, you know, Top Gun Maverick was very much Maverick trying to get over the whole, you know, the goose trauma. You know, the goose trauma. I mean, it really was. But I just, you know, if they would have had something like that, it would have been interesting. But they didn't. And that's perfectly fine. Uh, we have an unofficial... Ray Fisher, Victor Stone right here, uh, figurine, which is pretty damn cool. <laughs> Unofficial, but look at him. You got him in his letterman's jacket. You got him in his uniform. And look at the accessories for that. That's pretty damn cool right there. I like it. So, yeah, good. And then, and then speaking of Top Gun Maverick, I mean, come on. Look at that smile. Ah, that just warms your heart. Just warms your heart right there. The best wingman. I mean, man, I tell you what. I, I, I honestly didn't think that he was going to have any uh, actual scenes in the movie. But, man, this scene right here hit hard. And that smile right there was pretty damn cool. So there you go. Val Kilmer, Iceman. Iceman. Yeah, that d definitely made you well up right there. Okay, and then this. Let's uh, – <laughs> did I pull it up? Oh, man, I'll have to pull it up right now. Okay, so when it comes to um, – when it comes to um, Dwayne Johnson, okay, I like where his head's at. Let's listen to what Dwayne Johnson had to say about the uh, the trailer. Where's it at? Where's it at? Right here. Is this it? Okay, so I like where his head's at. I mean, this is, okay, Dwayne Johnson, 
He knows how to market. He knows how to hype. And let's face it, when it came to the Black Adam trailer, it was a little, uh, I would say, the general consensus, even if you liked it or not, but I'm just saying the general consensus was the fact that it's like, okay, we're kind of going, oh, when it comes to the trailer, you know, it's all right. It looks fine, I guess, but some people didn't like it. So here's Dwayne Johnson. This is how, this is what he does. It's what he does best. Okay, this is where he came from. You know, with the wrestling thing and everything. Let's let's hype up the trailer and make it seem like it blew crazy numbers. Let's spin it in a certain way. So here we go. Two words. Black Adam. And another two words, most importantly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you around you're the welcome. world. Guys, your global reaction and response to our world premiere trailer of Black Adam yesterday was staggering. Staggering. Staggering? 98%. What's that? Positive review and reaction. 98%. Okay, so what is that? Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of a, a statistic like that? Where it's like, hey, 98% positive review and reaction. So I don't know how they kind of came with the, up with that number, but that's a way to do it. That's a way to do it. But hey, like where his head's at. It's Dwayne Johnson. Around the world. Holy Around the world. Shit. Yes, I've hype it up, man. I've in my career, from Jungle Cruise, Jumanji, Hobbs and Shaw. You guys have put Black Adam in another stratosphere. And I can't thank you enough. You know what this property means to me deep down here. I'm so passionate about this property. Ten years in the making of working my ass off to deliver for you guys, and the response was incredible. Well, yeah, this we can idea, tell you're sweaty. You're very sweaty. The hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. Oh, shut which up. Now you see, but it's not a tagline. <laughs> it's. I know. We saw the tagline on the poster. It was pretty bad. In the DC universe. With excitement, with disruption, with vision, with strategy. But most importantly, how I operate and how Seven Bucks operates. Listen to the fans. I always say you listen to the fans, I'll always guide and inform you on where you need to go. Always take care of the fans, audience first, and that's okay, exactly well, what we're going to do. Okay, we'll fix that color palette Black then. Black Adam, the man in black, we're just getting started. I thank you. I love you. And here we go. I love you too. <laughs> so, hey, you know what? I mean, come on. This is, um, this is uh, <laughs> people sweating when they're lying. Well, I think he just got done working out, and it's really hot where he's at. But, no, I mean, he, this, is, this is what Dwayne Johnson does best. I mean, let's face it. We know that the trailer didn't do gangbusters. So it's like, how do you spin it? So we have, we have literally DJ, 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 you know, DJ Dwayne Johnson spinning, spinning it, you know, just fucking spinning it to like 98% positive reaction and review, which I'm like, I don't know where he pulled that number out, but him and his crew, him and his people pulled that number out, and hey, they're trying to they're trying to do their best, man. They're trying to do their best. That's what you do. That's just what you do. So I respect the shit out of Dwayne Johnson for like, man, trying to spin it into a positive because, you know, it was kind of like a mixed bag when it came to that trailer. You know, we went over it last week and uh, I, you know, I was a little underwhelmed by it. But hopefully they listen when, when, it, when it comes to listening to the fans, fix the goddamn color palette. That's all. I mean, that's that that'll make a big difference. Just the color palette needs a little bit of adjusting. And I think that'll just make things a lot better. But hey, you got to respect the man. That's what he does. He's a good hype man. I dig it. I totally dig it. So, you know, so nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And that's why I was like, you spin that shit. You spin that shit, Dwayne Johnson. And then um, 
Look at this. Finally, long overdue, but hey, Duke Nukem movie in the works at Legendary from creators of Cobra Kai. How long had they been trying to do a Duke Nukem movie? Probably for the last 25 years, maybe 30. I don't know. Well, how long has the game been out? It's been around since the 90s, right? Or is it like the early 2000s? I can't remember. But yeah, it seems like this movie is trying to, um, uh, has been trying to get out there for a while now. And of course, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, who's going to be the, who's going to star is in this movie? And a lot of people say, you know, John Cena. I'm like, stop it with the John Cena. No, 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 John Cena. I like the Alan Richardson. Uh, somebody put that. Richson, Richardson. Uh, you know, of course, we know who that is, Alan Richson. Richson, I can't remember his last name, how you say it. Per, you know, anyways, I thought he would be actually a pretty good choice to uh, lead Duke Nukem. But uh, yeah, but it's about time. It's about fucking time. Jeez. Yeah, right there. Sold. Right there. I think he would be perfect for the role right there. Why not? Then we got uh, we got somebody right here um, talking about working on Rebel Moon. Hi, friends. Netflix has started sharing images from Zack Snyder's upcoming movie. I've been working on this project as a concept artist for almost a year now. It's been busy, but also super fun working with a bunch of friends, new and old. I was one of the designers working on this character alongside the amazing costume department who brought him to life. So he worked on, of course, Jimmy who is going to be voiced by Sir Anthony Hopkins. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, so that's cool. Got all that. Cool shot of uh, Battinson right there. Can't wait for this. The final battle. It's coming. It's coming. Yep. Cannot wait. And then, of course, uh, yeah, we heard about this, too. Uh, we talked about this on the, uh, the Vodka stream. Uh, the extended cut for Spider-Man No Way Home, titled Spider-Man No Way Home, The More Fun Stuff Edition. That's right. They were at a, there were people around a, uh, a table in a boardroom going, what are we going to call this? And somebody actually said, the more fun stuff version. And somebody said, yes, that's what we're going to call it. For some reason, I don't you know, whatever, it's fine. I just hope there's some good shit in there and more, more of the three Spider-Man. That's all I need. That's really all I need when it comes to this. So yeah, that's it. That's it. And see, like I said, look at. Oh, he liked it. Okay, so David Ayer liked it, or you know, he liked the uh, Karen Fukuhara um, release the Ayer cut video right there. Speaking of Spider-Man No Way Home, I fucking love this shot. I think it's probably the best shot of the movie right here. This shot where Peter is looking and uh, listening to J. Jonah Jameson right here after May died. Oh my God, just such a beautiful fucking shot right there. That is a gorgeous shot. Love that shit. So. Um, and then, of course, we have some more uh, Project Justice League Part 2 coming out right there. So we got Nightmare Batman and Nightmare Flash right there. So that's cool. Release the air cut. That's a pretty cool poster right there. And all the Bruce Waynes right there. These handsome devils right here. Like it. Uh, and then, yes, I watched Hustle over the weekend, guys, uh, starring Adam Sandler. And uh, it was a great movie. Heartwarming. When Adam Sandler plays these characters that you just root for, he's not, you know, he's not going to have a hoo, you know, he's not trying to be funny, funny, but he's trying to be like that nice guy guy who's kind of just like, hey, you know, shit's not really working out for me right now, but, uh, you know, maybe something will happen, you know, 
So uh, great movie. I thought it was very well done, and I uh, really dug it. So if you haven't watched Hustle yet, it's on Netflix right now. And I just, anytime he plays these, and that's, that's what I said in my tweet, anytime he plays these characters, I just want to hug him. I just want to hug him. And then Ray Chan, who did uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I think he also, he, he also did Endgame too. The production designer is going to be doing the production design for Deadpool 3. So there we go. And then, of course, uh, Jurassic Park came out 29 years ago couple days ago so that's cool this was pretty funny right here a little mixture a little mixture again the internet always wins the internet always wins look at this how 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 people do this shit it's just amazing i love it when they spend time on stuff like this it's pretty good so a mixture of morbid time the morbid time come on and uh of course emo peter parker peter parker DC Squadcast episode out, talking about the Black Adam trailer, so listen to that. Here's some pretty cool posters. I've seen these posters before, and I always get amazed by them. I like the gauntlets of uh, Wonder Woman, the gauntlets of Batman, and then, uh, you know, Superman. You see, like, a little bit of wrist action right there before he takes off in flight again. Cool posters. And, yes, look at those nipples. That's right. I made that thumbnail talking about nipples. Talking about the bat nipples, guys. It's all about the bat nipples. Yes. Uh, and then this is funny. Uh, this made me laugh because I've talked about this many times before. Hispanics, when you call them a slur. <laughs> Hispanics, when you call them Latinx. Yes. Okay. Well, there's been many polls and everything like that. Again, if anybody is still calling Hispanics Latinx, please stop because... Nobody who's Hispanic really wants to be called that, okay? That's, that's something that super, super neoliberal white women came up with because they thought it would be, oh, it's gender neutral and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. You don't know how the language works. If anything, Latinx is more racist than you think, okay? Just keep calling Hispanics Hispanics or, you know, Latino or Latina or something like that, okay? It's just, it's not going to work. But I, th I thought that was funny. Like, yeah, you call a slur <laughs> Latinx. Fuck no. Okay? Just saying. I'm half. Half Hispanic. The half Hispanic in me, you know, my butthole clenches. Anytime I see Latinx, I'm like, fuck, man. Stop it. Stop it with that shit. Nobody wants to be called that, okay? Uh, another little cool uh, concept art right here for release the air cut. I like that. I like it. Mm -hmm. And then this video right here. Yeah, speaking of John Cena, uh, I'm sure you guys watched this video. It was over the weekend where he visited this uh, nonverbal team with Down syndrome uh, who didn't understand, you know, why the, like, his family had to flee uh, Mary Paul, Mary Paul uh, this year. And then John Cena showed up and uh, visited this, this kid. And my God, yeah, if you want to, like, uh, you know, cry a little bit, watch that. I mean, I, I, I give shit to John Cena because he's everywhere, but at the same time, when he does this kind of stuff, which he does a lot, um, I really, I mean, I, this is where I big-time respect John Cena. And, man, you watch this video, and you just kind of go like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck am I complaining about? Seriously, why am I complaining about shit? Jesus Christ. But, yeah, that'll, that'll bring you a tear. Oh, oh, I'll get to that in a little bit, too. 40th anniversary of E.T. right there. Cool, cool. And then, yes, guys, fans are actually petitioning to uh, release Morbius in theaters for a third time. 
<laughs> Dude, this 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 movie is becoming such a meme. It's it's crazy. I love this though. Because look, it says we were all busy that weekend. Please bring Morbius to the theater a third time. Almost 15,000 signatures. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's hilarious. I love it. I absolutely love it. Morbius is such a meme now. It just makes you wonder, are they going to do a sequel and just make it a meme of itself? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. And then, yes, guys, yesterday was Superman Day, so a lot of people were posting their Superman art, gifts, all kinds of stuff. So it's really cool. Uh, and then, yes, JN, if you're uh, JN, if you're uh, in the chat still, I know uh, he posted this right here. He hit me up because he needs a little help with some medical bills right here. If you guys can help, go to my uh, go to his Twitter, go to my Twitter. But uh, yes, he's been in pain and uh, for a little bit. And he's got, of course, medical expenses are, are no joke, man. They really aren't, which really sucks. So if you guys can help him do that, uh, I threw some money at the GoFundMe. So if you guys could do that, too, uh, he could use your help. So somebody within the community right there. So, Jay, yeah. Oh, I see you there, Jay. Uh, so hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll get there right there. I hope so. And then speaking of Morbius, even even the Vought International Twitter handle right here is helping out, uh, is also memeing that shit, too, because it says the Dawn of the Seven is back despite still being in theaters. We heard all of your tweets and we'll be re-releasing the film this week. Don't miss your chance to relive all the action. Use code It's Maven time to get a discount to your second ticket until June 3rd, 30th. See, this is what's so great about what's happening with the boys and the marketing and the way that they're doing the social media. Perfect. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect, man. Absolutely perfect. So I love that. And then uh, here, here's Mr. Zolo Mariduana right here. Apparently, he's got a Snoopy tattoo on his thigh. That looks like Snoopy. But uh, the Blue Beetle production is headed headed to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico right now. So they've done they're done filming where they were filming. I forgot exactly where, but now they're going to Puerto Rico. And uh, yeah, apparently he just turned 21 too. So don't get too fucking shit faced over there, buddy. And then Netflix, red light, green light. They finally fully announced Squid Game Season 2. Meanwhile, the, uh, the writer-director is going, I have no fucking clue what the hell the story is going to be. <laughs> I just have a feeling like, I ha you know, it took, because the, uh, the writer-director, you know, the, 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 the dude that came up with this idea, it took him about, it took a while for Squid Game to finally, you know, come to fruition, like over 10 years. And now, of course, it was a huge hit. And Netflix is like, come on, come on, we need the sequel. I don't think he ever planned it to be a sequel. I mean, even though he left it with a cliffhanger, I don't think he'd be full on planned it, though. So I'm kind of wondering. I, I just really I'm worried that the sequel series or season two is going to be a little bit of a letdown because it's like, all right, how are they going to? OK, I mean, hopefully, um, hopefully. But I just kind of wonder about that. I do kind of wonder about that. And hey, look at this. OK, so. When it comes to Scream 5, and uh, I might, I'm not going to talk about it today, but I'm going to maybe talk about it tomorrow on tomorrow's show. You know, when it comes to the whole Nev Campbell thing, it's kind of getting ridiculous when it comes to that whole thing um, about her, like, not doing Scream 5. Scream 5, right? S 6. Sorry, Scream 6. See? I mean, this shows you I'm not, like, a big, huge fan of the fucking franchise. But apparently it's not going to be it's not going to it's not going to be in a what Westboro or whatever the hell the town that it usually is in. It's actually going to take place in New York City. And somebody made this, which I thought was really cool. This is a really cool con and they should really use this as the poster 
I don't know if that's, you know, uh, creepy duck design made this right here. But if you're going to move the franchise to New York City, which I think is smart, change the location, use this design or reference this. This is actually pretty damn cool when it comes to that. But we'll talk, you know, like I said, there's uh, there's some things that are bugging me about the whole thing, the whole thing about Nev Campbell not coming back. They're making it seem like, I don't know, they're just trying to play into a weird narrative, which narratives, narratives, narratives. What can you do? Mr. Fear Jason, of course, doing the cool little gifts right here. Superman Day, Man of Steel, Henry Cavill Superman. That's right. We want him back. Fingers crossed that we can get him back because he's, he's the best. And speaking of Superman Day, oh, it just warms your fucking heart. Really does, man. I, and, and Zach, he's posted this picture a few times before. It's a great picture because this was the, uh, I think this was, was the wrap-up, right? This was the last day that they shot uh, for Man of Steel, at least for Henry Cavill. And, you know, we've seen the video where they give each other a hug and everything. But, uh, yeah, Zach posted this yesterday for Superman Day. My Superman past, present, and future. That's right. Happy Superman Day right there. Just a great picture. And, uh, you know, naturally, of course, everybody goes, wait a minute. He said future. Guys, he said future. What does it mean? What does it mean? I know. I get it. And it's always fun. It is. I get that. I get it. Anytime that you see something like that, we always all get excited. But sometimes, you know, you just got to pump the brakes. Yeah, you never know. Hopefully, in the future, we can get some more Henry Cavill Superman. That's what we want. You know, I'm pretty sure that everybody in the chat wants that. I do. So hopefully he still will be a Superman in the future. Okay, present past. But I love the fact that Zack Snyder posted this right here and uh, always keeps that hope alive. It does keep that hope alive. You know, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of things that are happening. And like, again, you know, when it comes to Henry Cavill, we've talked about this. We talked about this last week. I did a whole uh, film junkie live last Tuesday talking about the possibility of Henry Cavill coming back as Superman that it could be back on the table again because Zaslav is going, what do we do when it comes to this franchise? Because it kind of is a mess because the fucking, you know, Warner Brothers with their Sujiharas and their Emmerichs and their whatever the fuck, they all fucked it up. What Zach was trying to accomplish right here. But I'm just saying, I mean, like what we all keep on saying is like, just use Cavill. He's not aging out of the role. OK, the guy still looks the same. He still looks like that. He still looks like that. It's age. Age is dumb. It's like it's just a fucking number. OK, you know, and again, when people talk about the whole aging out thing and I know TMZ, even TMZ, of course, because it's TM fucking Z posted an article talking about how, you know, he's old man Superman. He's still you know, he's aging out, aging out. Meanwhile, you have a Batman that is two years younger and you have a Black Adam who possibly that Henry Cavill Superman could fight in the future who is about 10 years older than he is. He is 10 years older. It's like shut the fuck up with the whole age thing. Get out of here. All an excuse. And I think that's just I think there's somebody, uh, you know, there's some there's some uh, people behind the scenes that wanted to say that shit because maybe they didn't like the fact that when they tried to have negotiations with Henry Cavill and they didn't like the fact that he pushed back against their offer and wanted more. That's what I'm kind of wondering. I don't know. That's just me speculating. I'm not saying that that's actually what I heard or anything like that, but aging out my fucking ass. Okay. Henry Cavill and me are the same age. Okay. He looks better than me. Sure. But still 
I'm trying, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's a little bit better looking. Anyways, there you go. Sorry, I just had to rant off a little bit about that because, you know, there was that article that came out. And it's just like, stop it with the whole aging out and all this kind of stuff. Fuck off with that, please. Fuck right off. All right, moving on. See? See, look at that. I could play Superman if I wanted to. <laughs> Thank you for your Jason. Always good with the face swaps. <laughs> it's uh, it's always weird to see me without glasses, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's always weird to see me without glasses. My arms aren't quite as big as that. Working on it. It'll get there one of these days. One of these days. And then, of course, we have, uh, look at this right here. I mean, I mean, I, I just made the joke. I know there's more to it than this, but the Google engineer who thinks the company's AI has come to life. All right, so who wants to play John Connor? Anybody want to step up and lead the resistance? Because it's going to happen. Anytime we hear about AI, I swear to God, my butthole clenches a little bit because I'm like, okay, when is it going to happen? It's eventually going to happen. Real Talk Live happened over the weekend. Hopefully you guys caught that. And then, of course, Warner Brothers, all kinds of stuff. They were asking, like, which is your favorite Superman? And I was like, of course, that dude right there that we just talked about, of course. Hopefully you guys checked out the latest Batman the Fanimated stream. Leah Thompson, who we all had a crush on way back when, she uh, recently talked about how a Marvel movie fucked her career up. Remember Howard the Duck? <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. It was really, really bad if you've watched it. But yeah, Leah Thompson was at the height of her game, especially after like Back to the Future and some of the other movies that she was a part of uh, in the 80s. She talked about this on the Celebrity Catch-Up podcast where she said it was devastating. In the course of a year, I was in the biggest hit and the biggest bomb. So that probably destroyed my career. She went off and kept on saying that, you know, she still did some good projects after that. But yes, there was like a stretch in the 80s where Leah Thompson was going to be that it girl where it's like, you know, she's adorable. She's cute. She's hot. She's everything. And she's just all right there. But then she starred in Howard the Duck. Sadly, I mean, obviously, when you look at this, you look at this image right here. It's like, holy shit, this was actually something that came about. And of course, she looks great. But yeah, imagine being in Back to the Future, which was like the biggest movie of the year. And then Howard the Duck, which was the biggest shit sandwich of the year. And apparently it was probably hard getting roles after that. So, you know, she still had a career and still has a career. I mean, she ended up being like she ended up getting her own sitcom, actually. So in the 90s. But still, man, sometimes I mean, it's amazing how one little stinker can really fuck your career up right here. But hey. She's still, uh, you know, she's still an old celebrity crush right there. And that's right. Dodger fans out there. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. The Giants swept the Dodgers over the weekend. Three games in a row. That's right, $20 coming in my pocket. Going to be showing up in my pocket from my dad, so cheers. Everybody out there who rooted for the Giants against them damn Dodgers, cheers to that. Oh, Jose, how you feeling? Yeah, I don't think Mom and Film Junkie is uh, present today, but, you know, I, I gave her shit. But, yes, ah, oh, love it, love it, love it. So, yes, the Dodgers, uh, the Giants swept them Dodgers. You got to love it. Got to love it. Of course, we'll talk about that. I thought this was, <laughs> yes, sweep. Bring out the brooms. 
Uh, and this made me laugh too. Idolizing a politician is like believing the stripper really likes you. Words of advice right here. Anybody who's idolizing any politician, please stop. Take a step back and be like, no. These politicians are all slimy little pieces of shit, no matter what side of the art, whatever, whatever, what side you're on. Don't idolize them. Yeah, you could support them. Sure. But don't idolize them. They're all sleazy bastards. Yeah, but I thought this was pretty funny. Words to live by right there. Yeah. Oh, shit. What did I do? I don't know. I messed up. Here we go. I've up. I went back too far. Let's see. I think we're pretty much good. Um, the only, uh, let's see. Well, yeah, well, we got this right here. Yeah. There's so much, like I said, oh yeah. Rest in peace to, uh, well, we'll start right here. Let's see. Where should I start? Damn it. Okay. So we'll start right here. Sorry. I fucked up on the tweets, but, um, knives out two is going to be called glass onion, a knives out mystery. So they released this right here with the entire cast showing up right here. So that's going to be pretty exciting. And you know, that's coming out. That's coming out in theaters, so that's cool. And then look at this. Uninspected launch right here. Infamous Collectibles announces a figure of the Steppenwolf Dark Servant. Who the fuck would want this little shit? <laughs> Even though his face looks better than what we got in the fucking Justice League. But yeah, look at that. Who wants to get the Dark Servant? The Dark Servant Steppenwolf. Oi. Oi. And rest in peace, Philip Baker Hall, this man, I don't think I've ever seen him young. He's always been old. <laughs> so he lived a pretty good life. He pretty he lived a long life. He lived a long life. He was 90 years old. He passed away today, but so many movies. I remember uh, specifically he was the library like detective dude in Seinfeld. Um, you know, he was, uh, I remember, uh, um, God, I'm trying to remember the movies that he was in, but he's in a ton of movies. And uh, God damn it, I can't remember the one I was just thinking of right now. But yeah, so rest in peace, Philip Baker Hall. Um, can you believe this is Legos right here? That's a Lego bum gardener. That's a Lego fucking posy right there. That's so cool. So cool. And this is cool too. Release the Schumacher cut. Come on. And then, hey, Justin Lin is now doing something that he's going to be passionate about and he doesn't have Vin Diesel up his fucking ass. Congratulations to Justin Lin. He is now going to be adapting for Sony One Punch Man, a live action film. That's right. I, you know what? I've seen the memes. I've seen images, but I've never watched One Punch Man. I think I'm going to it because I've heard people have told me many times you should watch One Punch Man. And I think eventually I'm going to. But yes, Mr. Justin Lin is going to be doing it for Sony. I only worry because it is Sony, and we know that Sony kind of fucks up shit like this. But, hey, hopefully they won't. But congratulations to Justin Lin. I'm sure he was probably working on this, and then he was like, God damn it, I got to do this damn Fast and Furious movie. I signed up for it for some reason. And then he walked because, obviously, he was not happy. And now he's going to be doing something that hopefully he's passionate about. And I think it'll be something pretty cool. But, yeah, I definitely got to watch that. I definitely got to watch that. So that's cool. So congratulations to that guy right there. And, you know, I'm sure he's just he's just full on happy. He totally is. 
Uh, Jim Lee posted this right here. Uh, sad news. I regret to share that the very sad news that legendary artist Tim Sale has been uh, admitted to the hospital with severe health issues. Tim, I'm, I'm praying for you, buddy. Stay strong and know that your legions of fans around the world loves and cherishes you and your amazing talents. So, yes. Mr. Tim Sale, apparently uh, he's in the hospital right now. And even Paul Dini said, uh, holding good thoughts and sending wishes for fast recovery. So hopefully uh, Tim is doing, uh, we'll, we'll get through it. And hopefully, um, yeah, we won't have to hear anything bad. You know, we've, we've been losing some, uh, some people in the comic book world recently. So that sucks. And then James Gunn is teasing something with the thinker right here. I can't wait to tell you all the big plans we currently have in play so is he going to be doing some kind of spin-off thing with uh, the thinker right here i don't know i think he should i don't know well obviously it has to be a prequel but james gunn teasing that and then look at this guys we're gonna hbo max is like bring us all the batman all the batman you can hbo max ordered the animated feature uh film set in mexico it's animated it's batman azteca Choque de Imperos. That's right. Which uh, is, what was it called again? Damn it, I looked it up. Clash of the Empires. That's right. So there you go. You got to bring it down like that. Batman Azteca Choque de Imperos. Imperos. Did I say that right? I'm trying to do my Spanish right. I'm trying to summon the, uh, the, uh, the, the Mexican side of me to say that right, so. And, uh, yes, uh, listen to Austin Smith right here. Steppenwolf is not in the air cut in any shape or form. And I made the joke that, yes, Zoic Studios couldn't get the lighting right. So, yeah, remember remember that? Remember this, guys? Remember when these other bullshitters, these bullshit scoopers were saying that Zoic Studios was working on the air cut and re-injecting, you know, Steppenwolf in it, and we kept calling the bullshit, and then finally it caught up with them. Like I said, when it comes to bullshit scoopers, you just got to wait a little bit, and then people finally realize, oh, you're full of shit. So, you know, so anybody who's, like, still putting out bullshit scooters out, sco scooters, scoopers out there, it's, just, it's always going to come back and get you. So nothing wrong with that. And then speaking of, look at that. Look at how majestic that looks. That's so awesome. I love that. I love that so much. You know, I mean, you can almost parallel it with uh, Wonder Woman jumping through uh, the wall, too. But, yeah, it's really cool. We just need more. We need more of that. We need more of that. All right. So uh, let's talk about the main topic. Let's talk about some Ezra Miller right now. Oh, boy. Right. Ezra Miller again. Yes. I know it's like it's one of those things where I'm like, I I wish I could just wait till more things come out. But more things have come out positive when it comes to Ezra this time around, because it just seems like now it's like almost like every day there's there's something there's something. And the biggest thing and we talked about it last week when it came to this uh, when it came to this young lady who, um, well, you know, where basically he was where uh, they were be, being accused of um, grooming of, you know, I guess when he met this this girl or uh, Takata, her name is, um, that basically she was young. She was 14 at the time and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it's like she's 18 now or they are 18. I think she is also nine, you know, forgive me with the pronouns. I'm not even going to try because it's way too hard sometimes. But uh, yeah, so first off, we had that 
you know, we talked about that and I kept, I, you know, like I said, I kept saying, let's just kind of like wait for this. This is a little weird. The narratives out there when it comes to Ezra Miller is always very strange. And it sucks, too, because, you know, when when you see the timeline, it's constantly just like going recast, recast. And then you see people who are just like flat out going, they can reshoot it, you know, with a different actor. It's pretty easy. They can just do that. And you're like, this is why you don't make movies. OK. This is why you don't make movies. They can't just, yeah, if it was like one character and it was like a Crystalia thing when it came to Army of, the, Army of the Dead, sure, that was easy to replace that, but you can't replace the film star, right? It's not a Kevin Spacey situation when it came to the, that one movie where, what's his name, Mr. Christopher Plummer like replaced him. It's not that. This is the star. He's playing two characters, by the way. Okay, can't do that. So I just, it's always amazing when I see smart people, smart people that just go recast them, reshoot. And I'm like, okay, again, you're, you're usually smart. Why are you dumb with this? You know, and then just wait. And, and what I keep on telling you guys, just wait for more positive stuff when it comes to, uh, when it comes to this. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit that's coming out. That's come out. And I mean, I think this one, I mean, <laughs> oh, my God, this uh, article right here was uh, was very interesting. That came out. Sorry, it takes a while to load because there's so many fucking ads on it. I mean, it's ads on top of ads so that, you know, already it's like I get it. You put ads on your website. I have ads on my website, but there are some websites. It's just it's everywhere. And, you know. When it comes to this, you know, yeah, of course. Anyways, so you got this right here. Ezra Miller kidnaps teenager and is on the run. Police can't find him. <laughs> oh. This was circulating today. This is today. Okay. Now, obviously, they're just going on, uh, you know, the whole grooming thing and the fact that there was an article that happened over the weekend that said, like, you know, he was going to be served a lawsuit or like uh, a restraining order or whatnot, and they couldn't find him. But it was just like, but to be honest, it's like, um, it's not that they can't find him. It's just that he's not in their jurisdiction. That's why. Look at this right here. Not that. What am I looking for? Shit. This right here. Ezra, somebody posted this. This was today or, you know, probably from yesterday. Ezra Miller was literally scheduled and working in L.A. Wherever they went was documented by people who met them. Always positive encounters such as here, a healthy, happy Takata, which is this is the girl that they thought that 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 Ezra was grooming. Her girlfriend tagged along. That's her girlfriend. And then you have an adult right here, too. Obviously, this is not somebody young. I mean, they're not all young. They're all 18 and above. But, yeah, you have something like this. Wow. I mean, did, I mean, it looks like, I mean, it's full-on groomer status right here, right? I mean, that's the thing. It's like we have to wait for this information to really come out when it comes to all this stuff. This right here is clickbait bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. Look at that title. Ezra Miller kidnaps teenager? Are you fucking kidding me? You know, we saw her video. And then, of course, people, when they see the video, guess what they think? Oh, no, she's being held hostage. Look at how she's talking. Which, man, which I tell you what, that's got to be. 
for 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 people who are trying to be progressive, not very progressive when it came to that video. Sometimes, like, look at that, she's on drugs. She's on all. The, it's like, ah, you just gotta wait. And it sounds to me like she's okay, or they are okay, whatever you want to say. But um, also, guys, what I provided down below. I don't know if anybody watched it today, but good old uh, Enosh, Point Dexter Lounge. Basically, oh, that's what I was going to show next. Uh, when it came to the rumors about Ezra grooming Takata, that came from somebody who, well, was basically trying to capitalize and destroy Ezra. And then she came out and said, oh, shit, I fucked up. I need to clear this up. And we saw this. We saw screenshots. And I'm just going to show you one from a text thread that she sent the dad of Takata right here. His name is Chase. And apparently he's a pretty sleazy lawyer type, whatever the fuck. There's been some things that have come out on him. And uh, this is one of the things that Takata talked about when it came to her parents. But right here it says, so Chase only thought, it's only thought about Ezra uh, that, way, uh, that way because you showed him the DMs between Maya and you, although Maya was lying. Yep. Vintage Devil. This is what the, the this is who Enosh interviewed today. So basically, uh, when it came to showing um, messages between Maya and Ezra, apparently when it came to this Chase guy, he was like, "All right, well, he's totally grooming Takata and everything like that." So how uh, to let him know it's all a ghastly mistake based on a lie? His daughter is innocent. Ezra is innocent. And then Jesus fucking Christ, we need to let people know I lied. I will take the fall. And apparently she's been doing that. She's been making the rounds. I provided the link down below because Enosh got to interview Vintage Devil today live. I actually had it on and listened to it. And, you know, she wanted to clean. Uh, she wanted to clear out a, a couple of things. She had a personal issue, of course, with Ezra. And again, I mean, this is what's so funny about this whole thing. This can even go back to the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard situation is you know, you can't fully defend these people, okay? They're not fully innocent. I can't take anybody seriously when they fully defend these fucking people who have these issues, okay? You can't say that they're fully innocent. And I can't, I run into it in my mentions a couple few times, and I've told you guys when there's these people, and it's always the, the Amber Heard people that fully think she's innocent, and you're like, what the fuck did you watch when it came to the trial? Did you just have, you fully bird boxed it? I mean, Jesus Christ. But then at the same time, you can't fully defend Johnny Depp. And just like when it comes to Ezra, you can't fully defend him either, okay? He's not, he's not the, you know, it's not like he's just like this innocent little angel, Okay, but at the same time, there are people trying to take advantage of this of the narratives and everything like that. And this Chase guy definitely doing it, which she talked about on Enosh's interview right there, which is Takata's dad. And there's some shit that's probably going to come out more about this individual as time um, moves on when it comes to this. And even like when uh, when it came to all this and the exchange that they had, uh, Miss uh, Vintage Devils even said that. Chase, like after after a bit, ghosted her, just stopped responding, stopped doing this shit. And then, of course, went to TMZ and even uh, Vintage Devil was saying like, oh, yeah, that the TMZ shit was, you know, there's a lot of bullshit when it came came to that. She talked about the Hawaii thing when it came to the bullshit, when it came to that. There's a lot of things right there. And then she even claimed that TMZ cooked the videos, which it always seemed a little suspicious to the way that the videos were being released. 
So there's a lot of things that were happening when it came to that. And then, you know, when it comes to this whole thing about concerts and and uh, the music that Ezra was doing with uh, various people and all the stuff, and when it came to young people that were involved in all this stuff, what Vintage Devil kept saying, too, was the fact that, it, yeah, there was young – it eventually got to the point where, yes, people, kids under 18 – were able to attend this kind of stuff, but they were all chaperoned. So this whole grooming thing is all just BS and whatever the fuck. And um, yeah, that's pretty much what you gather from that. Like I said, I provided the link down below for Enosh's stream with her. I thought he did a great job of like, you know, at least asking the, the questions and she answered the questions. Apparently she's going to, you know, Enosh gave her like, hey, some advice of going to, uh, you know, taking it to the courts and whatever, when everything that's happening. And uh, if he, if he needs to help her, that'd be fine. So yeah, listen to it. It's pretty good. And more stuff is coming out. See, that's the thing when it comes to all this. And, but again, it's like, it's not like everybody's just like 100% wholeheartedly going, Ezra's innocent. He's, he's an angel. What do you talk? We don't know shit. I mean, that's the thing. We don't know everything that happened, but there's a lot of narratives and people taking advantage of what's happening with all this and it's looking really bad. I mean, and that's what's so funny about this whole thing. I mean, remember the whole couple that, you know, when it came to him storming in their room and all this kind of stuff and the couple that pressed charges, but then they dropped it completely and said no contest or whatever the fuck. And then it's just like, all right, well, what the hell was that about? There's just there's a lot of different things, a lot of things that are up in the air when it comes to, to Ezra and this whole bullshit thing that, oh, yeah, the cops can't find him or whatever the fuck. It's like and then somebody literally posted an image where where Ezra was this weekend because he had something to do this weekend in L.A. Ezra is in L.A. Um, but so don't even believe any of that, which is very fucking weird. I think it was all a jurisdiction kind of thing. And and the fact that you, I don't know, I don't know the logistics when it comes to that. But that yeah, fuck that article that said like he kidnapped a teenager and he's on the run. He's not on the run. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, pardon the pun on the run. He's the fucking flash. It's almost like they're just trying to just they're just coming up with a headline before anything else. So, yeah, it's a lot of shit and it's not going to be the end. Who knows where it's going to be a crazy year before the flash comes out. That's for damn sure. So, ugh. <sighs> but what can he do? It's just it's it's all crazy right now. But don't believe the whole kidnapping thing. The grooming thing is BS. It's looking like, too. A lot of things are just looking big time bullshit that people are taking advantage of and uh i'm, I'm glad that this uh, vintage devil um person is coming out and talking to people and trying to see like hey i lied i fucked up i had something against ezra at one point and i, I started talking about certain things and realized i fucked up that's what uh that's what i've been gathering when it comes to all this stuff and a lot of sleazy stuff when it comes to the parents of takata too apparently that that'll probably more that more of that's going to be probably coming out too so yeah so yeah it it's, uh, it does suck when it comes to this and the fact that Ezra and his uh, and his side is laying low not putting out a video not putting out a statement doing a good job smart let all this blow over before you start all right now you hear this side of it okay let all the bullshit come out and then when people start debunking the bullshit, that helps. And then eventually 
Ezra's side and Ezra probably himself will put out a statement video. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. But just don't believe every little thing, man. I mean, I got hit up a couple of few times in my DMs and mentions and stuff about they can't find Ezra. It's like, stop it. He's in L.A. It's all the picture. It's all good right there. So that's the Ezra Miller update right there. Pretty interesting. We'll see what happens next. Yeesh. Whoops. Not that. I'm not talking about Rebel Moon. Thor, Love and Thunder. Who got their tickets today, huh? I didn't. Not yet. I mean, I'm going to eventually, but, you know. <sighs> Sigh. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really uh, big time looking forward to it, but, ah, uh, oh, crap. Did I not do that right? Yeah. Hold on a sec. I thought I had it ready. No, I didn't. Shit. All right. So I was going to bring up the uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Where are the posters at? But, yeah, you can get your tickets right now. But they released, like, a bunch of uh, character posters. Uh, and also the runtime, the runtime for Thor, Love and Thunder, an hour and 59 minutes. <laughs> I say cut it another half an hour. Anybody with me so we can get out of the movie theater even quicker? Huh? Let's just cut out another half hour, okay? Cut out all the scenes that doesn't have Natalie Portman, and I'll be okay. I'll be okay with that. Cut it down to where we, where Sony cut down Venom. But yes, an hour and fifty nine minutes apparently is the runtime for Thor, which, uh, whatever. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I don't like Ragnarok. I was never, a, you know, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Ragnarok, so it's whatever when it comes to me. But yes, they did release these posters right here. They look pretty cool. It's all right, I guess. You know, you got Thor right there. You got Jane, which is, that's the main reason why I'm watching the movie is because of uh, Natalie Portman. You know, I think that's mo most of us. Christian Bale, you know, Gore, he looks good. He looks interesting. I mean, uh, that's probably the second reason why I'm watching it, because I like Christian Bale. Third reason is because of, you know, <laughs> Tessa Thompson right here, Valkyrie. The arm game is strong. And then, of course, we got uh, Korg right there, which is whatever. And then we got Zeus, Mr. Um, Russell Crowe. And then we got some goats. I mean, they look like, hey, we got, we, got, uh, we got Matt Reeves and Zack Snyder right here in a poster. I didn't know they were in the fucking movie. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. I didn't know that. Pretty insane. Uh, and then, of course, we got a close-up. You can watch in real 3D. Um, so there's a, uh, a, um, there's a tattoo on my arm right there. That's my arm. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I, uh, that's my arm that uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth wasn't able to, uh, to do the picture for this. So they, they, they used my arm. That is actually my arm right there. I put a tattoo of uh, real DT 3D. That's why there's a D right there, D for Dave right there, real D 3D. So just thought, you know, this poster is fucking horrible. <laughs> this, this poster is just shit right here. Ugh. Um, this poster is really bad. I mean, this is terrible. I can't with this. The only good part about it is maybe Bale right here. But this poster is shit. Ugh. I mean, I don't even I don't even know. Even like, you know, Natalie Portman looks ridiculous in this poster it's really really bad 
it's really bad. But I think that's pretty much it. And then, of course, we had some new footage when they were talking all about... Marvel Studios, Thor, Love and Thunder. That's More right. Thor, Love and Thunder. So all that right there. Then you have a Screen X poster, which, yeah, it's better. A little bit better, but still not that great. Uh, and then you got this poster right here, the IMAX poster. Probably the best one out of uh, the three right there, I would say. I'd say this is the better of the posters. Sure. Sure, very much. That's that's better. That one definitely is better. So there you go, guys. Tickets, runtime, posters, Thor, Love and Thunder. I don't know, man. But I'm glad it's not that long of a movie. I mean, again, though, if you want to cut it down just a little bit more, Taka, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay if you cut it down. And we don't need a Taka cut. It's fine. A Watiti cut. Oh, okay. I'd be, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. All right. Amber Heard. Oh, boy. Well, she had an interview today with uh, with today. Nothing really uh, much here. Just more. I mean, you knew this was going to happen. She was going to like go through like now interviews and everything like that. I can't really show like too much of the footage when it comes to a lot of this stuff because it's today, you know, the Today Show, whatever. I'm deserving. You know, because they'll copyright my shit. But, you know, here's a little bit of it right now. And we'll kind of just like read the quotes because when they posted parts of the interview, uh, Amber Heard speaks out. You cannot tell me that you think that this has been fair. Oh, has it not been fair? So there's a lot of things. I mean, what's so interesting about this is like we all watched the, the trial. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, not every trial is like, you know, full on I guess fair, but uh, in the social, I mean, she talks mainly about the social media representation when it comes to all this, but it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I think before the trial, especially, it was kind of even where it was like you had an even amount supporting each side. And then it just drastically went to Johnny Depp's side because of all the stuff that was presented and her legal team was awful and the way that she acted was awful. The fact that she was instructed to answer every question by looking at the jury like, no, no, I wasn't. No, that didn't happen. It was like, what What the fuck was that? I mean, Johnny Depp took the approach of taking goddamn way too long to answer his fucking questions. That was annoying as shit. When he'd be like, so there was basically what happened was, and it was like, Johnny, Johnny. Seriously, dude. I mean, seriously, fucking take take your time. Uh, and then she went off uh, and then, of course, continued on when it came to these clips on saying like, you know, stuff like that, where Heard uh, criticized uh, the role. You know, she just basically was talking about social media, social media, social media, social media. I mean, that's the whole big thing right now. Even if you think that I'm lying, you still couldn't tell me. Look me in the eye and tell me that you think on social media there's been a fair representation. So her thing is like now it's like the whole campaign of like representation. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. And then there was even talk about how like, um, you know, she got actually gave a little bit of praise to Johnny Depp, too, which was very interesting when it came to this. There was like a video. I, I can't see where it's actually right now. Maybe it was in this clip right here. I don't know. Or it was in one of the clips that they shown. I don't really see it right now. But uh, there was like a clip where she was basically going like she understood why people took Johnny Depp's side because, you know, it's Johnny Depp. 
he's a good actor and whatever the fuck and stuff like that. But it's like, no, people took, people ended up taking the side because they were watching what was being presented. They heard the audio clips. They saw the videos and they were kind of just like, wait a minute. And there was just like nothing. I don't know. It's just, it's very strange, very strange, but I'm sure this is going to be like, there's going to be more of this. Amber Heard's probably going to go on a whole like uh, booking tour thing where she's going to talk about her side and keep on peddling that whole thing of like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm surprised there wasn't like a lot of mention of like, oh, it's all misogyny and it's all this and all that. I mean, there's a little bit of that, of course, but at the same time, I'm just going uh, again, you can't fully defend either either one of these people. They're not fully innocent. They are both toxic damn people and they should have never gotten together. But it's just amazing still when people just wholeheartedly fully defend either one of them. And I can't stand that. But yes, so it's not going to end anytime soon. I think Amber Heard's going to fight for her fucking her image now. You know, she's definitely going to be doing that because it got tarnished big time when it came to this and i think i mean i think when it came to johnny depp and his side that's why they wanted to make it public that's why they wanted to do all this but at the same time is her her and her side agreed to it so it's like you know you did agree to make it public like this and some of the things were just not good so she'll probably be interviewed a lot more when it comes to all this She's probably getting uh, requests for interviews like crazy. So we'll probably be getting a little bit more of this. And God knows what's going to become of it. But uh, Johnny Depp's, uh, he's about to promote a new album that he's going to be doing right now. So anyways. Ugh. And now we got this. Now, originally, this wasn't going to be uh, this wasn't going to be one of the main topics. But then all of a sudden, right at the last minute, I even tweeted out. I even tweeted out the show and I had I had I think the Black Adam uh, Dwayne Johnson video that was going to be the fourth topic. But the the topic ended up now being the fact that we have this whole Joker two news that got uh, I mean, seriously, it was like it was like uh, probably like uh, just about an hour before I went live that this news about Lady Gaga possibly playing Harley Quinn in the Joker sequel. What the fuck? But that's not it. That is definitely not it. Exclusivo! Joker 2, Lady Gaga, and early talks to join Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips in musical sequel. Musical sequel. If the deal makes, Gaga would play Harley Quinn. The Joker's back, and this time it's bringing a friend. Lady Gaga is in early talks to star opposite Joaquin Phoenix and director Todd Phillips' sequel to Joker, blah, blah, blah. Phillips has been co-writing the script with Joker co-writer Scott Silver for some time and has been and has finally shown it to the studio. Last week, Phillips revealed on social media the title of the new project, Joker Faliadu, the title referencing a medical term for an identical or similar mental disorder that affects two or more individuals, usually members of the same family. And while the same social media post showed uh, Phoenix reading the script, the actor's involvement is not exactly a legal fate uh, accomplished, uh, comply just yet. Sources tell the Hollywood Reporter that Warners has yet to close a deal with the actor with the two sides deep into it. 
Details on her character are being kept under wraps, but Joker is known for his on-off abusive relationship with Harley Quinn, his psychiatrist at the mental institute known as Arkham Asylum, who falls in love, blah, 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 blah. If the deal makes, Gaga would play Quinn. However, the new Quinn exists in a different DC universe than Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, which most recently appeared, of course, in The Suicide Squad. But wait, that's not all. Sources say the sequel is also a musical. Joker time. I don't know. Um, we all have mental illness. I don't know. Uh, things aren't. Yeah. Um, when Warner, <laughs> when Warner's first made Joker, it was about. So we don't need to see that. We don't need to read any more of that. But yes, how are we feeling about Joker two, the musical? I think it's brilliant. Okay. I don't want this movie. I didn't want a Joker 2. I've made that. I've expressed that many times. I'm like, where the fuck is the Lex Luthor movie? Where's the fucking, you know, Professor Crane movie? Where's the Poison Ivy movie? Let's do more black label movies, which I think are coming. Sure. But if you're going to do a Joker sequel, how do you make it different from the first? Well, it's going to take place, of course, in Arkham, right? And... People are insane, right? And this has been done before in TV shows and whatever the fuck. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't they make it a musical? You know, why wouldn't there be shit happening? R-rated, weird shit happening and songs happening. It's not, you know, I mean, look at, look at what happened, you know, towards the end of, uh, of the first Joker, the whole dancing on the steps. That was like, uh, that was kind of like a little preview possibly, right? I mean, obviously, Arthur is fucking insane. And God knows if even the events happen in Joker really happen. It could have all been in, in his head. So why would there not be, you know, these crazy psychos who like um, are roaming through Arkham, busting out in song and dance? Different, unique, R-rated. Again, R-rated. Joker movie. Musical. That's something different. That's the thing. When I see people going, what the fuck, a musical? And I'm like, okay, well, what else? I mean, how are you going to change it from the first one? Why not make it a musical? What's wrong with that? I actually, when I read that, I went, oh, that's kind of brilliant, to be honest. I'm not big on musicals, but I could see that. And they're going to get somebody like Lady Gaga to possibly play Harley Quinn? All I'm hoping for is a, um, a scene where she's singing and dancing about something uh butt naked through arkham anyone that's that's where my head went because i'm you know kind of a pervert um yeah that's right i was just i went to straight to nudity well you know she's she's pretty risque she's not afraid to show off her body but can you imagine if you had i just imagine like well she's like singing through like arkham you know fully uh butt naked but that's just me right there yeah cheers guys okay I'm glad my mom's not here for this one. Anyways, um, yeah, but I'm just saying, I know, I'm, I'm such a perv, such a perv. But what can I say? Um, Lady Gaga's pretty hot, I'm, and, you know, and she's got the pipes. That's good. What That's what's – so I'm actually, like, now I'm kind of turning around a little bit here, guys. At first I was like, fuck, I don't know if I want this movie. But now if they're going to switch it up like this and do kind of something, like, off the cuff. I was kind of like, that's – I'm liking that idea. I mean, there's something about that. Now, we'll see how it's executed. It might be a shit sandwich, but at the same time, I'm just kind of going, I don't know. But can you imagine, too, imagine some of the other rogues gallery, some of the other Batman villains that are in Arkham. There you bust out in, in song and dance, too. 
Oh, man, let's let's get somebody who looks like Killer Croc just, you know, breaking up and in dance or something like that or a fucking Two-Face or, a, you know, or somebody like that. I don't know. Condiment King, if he's in there, too. I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of like dug the idea of like taking it to that direction because I was going, all right, how are you going to do a Joker sequel? Why not make it a musical also? So, I mean, it was already almost there. I mean, you watch the first Joker. It has everything but 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 Arthur singing. It has a Academy Award winning score. I mean, that first fucking, you know, when he was in the bathroom after he killed those dudes in the subway and he started doing his little dance thing. All we're missing is just the singing part. So when people are like, what the fuck? I'm like, we're already halfway there. How many times did we see Arthur already dancing and shit? Now we just got to. And, you know, if you want to, you know, walk the line. I mean, we know that Joaquin Phoenix can carry a note. Okay, he did. He did play Johnny Cash, and we heard his voice sing those songs. So, and if you get Lady Gaga, holy shit, it's gonna blow the roof off of Arkham, man. So, I'm actually okay with this. Now I'm kind of turning around on this Joker sequel. I am. I actually am. So, we will see, though. You know, we'll see what happens when it comes to this. All right. So that's all the subjects we got right there. Now let's get to the Twitter questions and see what you guys have to ask me over here on Twitters. Let's see what, uh, let's see, make sure not going to be any uh, bad stuff in here. We're good. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, let's see. Okay. Just making sure. Just making sure that there's nothing, nothing posted right there. I always got to proofread because, you know, got some freaky people out there. <laughs> Okay, hoy hoy, Mr. Eric Blake. Yesterday was indeed Superman Day, and so be begins our first big casting event. Spread the word far and wide. Anyone wants a shot, send your recordings of lines from the films we have. How good is your Henry Cavill? So there you go, guys. If you want to be, um, you want to be Superman in uh, Sunset of the Gods? Well, there you go. Submit it to uh, Eric Blake if you want to be Superman. I already have the Batman role and possibly another role. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to uh, find somebody who can do a pretty uh, good Superman-y, Henry Cavill-y voice, do it. Carrie. Hey, Dave. Since uh, Bob Chepek fired Peter Rice last weekend, what do you think of the chances of Zaslav could recruit him to take over a certain position at WBD he's trying to fill, a studio that starts with the uh, letters D and C. He supposedly has great relationships with the talent. Yeah. I mean, well, I think I mentioned it last week or maybe the week before, but yeah, very much Zaslav has been talking to, to the folks over at Disney. So, And I know I, I heard about the, the Peter Rice firing over at Disney, and, you know, there's always like a chance – it was definitely a shakeup when it came to the studio world. So, and you might, you know, there. I hey, if Peter Rice ends up getting the gig, that would be uh, pretty interesting. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the list. I would not be surprised. You might be. Uh, you're on to something there, Carrie. I think so. 
CK, Cooper Knox. So Justin Lin goes from one movie featuring a bald protagonist to another movie featuring a bald protagonist. The dude can't escape bald dudes. Yeah. Well, hopefully whoever gets cast as one punch man is, a, is not a dick head, not an actual dickhead like Vin Diesel. Uh, Ronak, bro, Phoenix and Madonna are going to sing Poker Face, and I'm here for it. How dare you, sir? You called Lady Gaga Madonna? That's just cruel. Have you seen what Madonna looks like right now? She doesn't look like she's from this earth. Good Lord, all that fucking plastic surgery she's had. Ugh. Um, Chunky Dixter. Hope you're doing well, Dave. Well, hopefully you are too, Mr. Dixter. Man, Barry is seriously one of the best written shows and like top three shows going on right now. So fucking good. Bill fucking hater. My God. Check it out if you haven't already. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. It's on my list. I'll probably maybe after this next season that comes out, I'll start catching up on it. Like I said, I started watching Outer Range. That's the show I'm currently on right now. Ryan, having heard the news that Gary Oldman was the original voice for General Grievous in Avenge of the Sith, I would love to see an origination series on his mysterious character with Oldman attached. Yeah, I agree with that. That would be pretty cool. And I totally forgot that he was the voice, too. So thank you for reminding me. Totally forgot about that. Jay, JN. Hey, Dave, actually wouldn't mind Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn. I think a lot of people are generally excited for this hopefully bradley cooper has a hand in it with todd phillips again i think them three could really hit it out of the park home run with something special i know who would bradley cooper play though would he play like a a a doctor that would be pretty sweet if he played like a doctor or something that was talking to arthur and harley it'd be pretty interesting uh, Jim Peterson, my army is ready. We attack at nightfall. Jeez, look at those eyes. A little creepy, a little creepy, but also adorable. Uh, Jason, Snyderverse 66. Hi, Dave. The Schumacher Cut event happening this Thursday is being promoted as the biggest trending event of 2022. Do you think uh, we could get it really big? Well, we could try. Um, I always find it weird when it comes to when it comes to like, hey, you know, the different times and different time zones. I say just tweet it whenever when it comes to Thursday, wake up, start tweeting, release the Schumacher cut. Why the fuck not? I'll tweet it out. I'll help it out. And hopefully you guys help it out, too. Let's uh, let's make it. Let's make a trend. Let's make a release the Schumacher cut trend. Timothy. Uh, question one, why are you obsessed with rumors from years ago? Two, why do you want to screw me? Three, is your ass still tight after uh, last night, Dave? Be honest. Uh, Timothy is a fucking crazy person. I mean, look at if you look at his uh, if you look at his um, picture, you know, this guy has some fucking issues and he's always in my mentions. And uh, apparently he wants to uh, put a put put me in a dress and fuck me. I don't know. I guess that's what he wants to do. It's really odd. It's really weird. Uh, probably going to have to mute this guy because, again, the obsession is real. I mean, obviously, when it comes to this, uh, these questions right here, I mean, it's OK, Timothy. OK, it's OK. You know, <clears throat> you hate your dad. I get it. You hate your dad. Um, and then, of course, we got it right here. Yule Ezra Miller is a hostage. I don't know if he's a hostage, but you know, he's not holding hostages. That's for damn sure. Uh, 
So I don't know. But, yeah, I don't think he's a hostage, but he's not holding hostages. Let's, let's, let's phrase it like that. But uh, anyways, yeah, this was some weird, uh, yeah, the last two, uh, the last two tweets, uh, you know, from some people that are like, mm, okay, you know, but what can he do? What can he do? You get the, you get some of that right there. But uh, anyways, guys, all right, well, that's the show. That is Film Junkie Live on your Monday, June 13th. Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Thank you for uh, spending some time with me. Like I said, check out Enosh's interview with uh, Vintage Devil. Kind of, you know, answering some questions about the whole Ezra Miller thing. It actually does help. And, like, again, be a little bit more patient. Let's not just snap to the conclusion that this guy is a total predator and a evil, evil person. It just, that's what seems to be uh, what's happening with the narrative right now. But let's not make it quite like that. I mean, he's not completely innocent. Yes, of course. But at the same time, it's not the fucking devil like some people are making it out to seem. Okay, so do that. Smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. All that stuff. You guys know what to do. You got the um, you got the sock mitts down there. You got the Patreon if you want to help out the pirate ship. Posted a new Patreon self-pod on Saturday, so check it out if you haven't. I know, get a little bit more uncensored on there, so that's what's all fun about that. Anyways, guys, we'll see you guys tomorrow at the same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right?